friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. Lulu and I had some personal things come up this week, and so we weren't able to record a new episode for you, but we are re-releasing one of our episodes from the past, Mindfulness and Sex, and it actually will be related to some of the episodes we have coming up. This is actually a very difficult time for the Tickle.life team. Before we get into the episode, we wanted to extend our condolences to Angel and the Russell family. Last week, we lost a friend and member of the Tickle.life team, Steve Russell. Steve was the Tickle.life head of production and host of the Sex Ed Speakeasy podcast, which was also co-hosted by his partner, Angel. He was a very kind and encouraging person, and he was a tremendous help in getting our podcast off the ground and doing a bunch of amazing work for Tickle.life. This has been a devastating loss for all of us, and we want to send love and healing to everyone who knew him. We are linking Angel's PayPal and a couple of other ways to support Angel and their family through this difficult time, so if you can find it in your heart to donate to Angel, we would so greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week with brand new episodes. Bye! friends laura johnson here from tickle.life and this is not back to basics anymore we are now called mindful sex ed back to basics lulu and i and the tickle.life team decided to update the name because we wanted to increase our visibility to help folks find us um, and to help them find our content more easily so we chose mindful sex ed because we wanted to emphasize the importance of being present during your sexual practice we often talk about checking checking in with yourself and your partners during sex to make sure that you both feel comfortable with all of the activities going on. Mindfulness is about getting to know your feelings, your thoughts, and your actions. It's about self-acceptance. Since these are key points that shape the content that we use for this podcast, we wanted to reflect that in our title. And just because we updated our name doesn't mean we're changing anything about our content or our format. The show is still about sex ed and building a solid foundation for an incredible sex life. And so, (laughs) and as you can see, I am joined as always by my incredible and amazing co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Hey, everybody. Doing great. Love our new name. Mm -hmm. Same great content, though. So that part has not changed. I mean, there's a little add-on. Just like a sex toy, it's just a little add-on. So, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And so to honor our new name, the new year, and manifesting new sexual experiences, we're going to talk about mindfulness and sex. Are you excited? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because a lot of people having non-mindful sex. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, so let's get into a a very quick definition about what mindfulness means. So we're just taking it from the Oxford English Dictionary. And mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's own feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. 
It's used as a therapeutic technique. So what do you think about that definition? It's good for our foundational definitions. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of space to add in a couple of bullet points and give some more content to that and um, make it a little bit more meatier, if you were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The foundation is right on. Awesome. Awesome. So to add on to that, why do you think mindfulness is important to sexual wellness and sex education? So I feel like sometimes we're thinking about ourselves, which we all should, but considering, especially if you're a partner, multiple partners, be mindful of what they may be feeling. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times somebody may want to experience something new. They have not spoken to their partner about it. They're just going to bring it into the table, not maybe realizing that maybe it's a trigger for them. Maybe that's not the level that they're on right now. And so you have just thrown this thing at them without thinking mindfully about what that may have done to them. If you are or are not having or haven't had a conversation really in depth, what if they've had a trauma? And this has brought up something that maybe they weren't ready to deal with. So in a sense of sexually, mindfulness, I think, starts from there. And thinking about how you would feel if someone just said, I want to try this without asking you first and just bringing mm-hmm. it to the table. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. You know, when we think about mindfulness, yes, we're talking about being present and being comfortable with your own thoughts and feelings but also respecting those thoughts and feelings of other people. I think that's that's so well put. When we ignore our partners and act selfishly in the bedroom, um, it leads to a really it can lead to a really uncomfortable sexual experience like you were like you were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, if a person has trauma or they're just they just don't want to do something because they don't like it. And that's totally fine but you have to be respectful of those boundaries. You have to be having those conversations. Checking in is for both parties. You know, it's not just, well, I want to do this now and that's how it's going to be. No, that's not how that works. Checking in means that everyone is on board for what you're doing. Absolutely. And then also, you know, let's just say your partner didn't want to ruffle feathers as it were, right? Mm -hmm. And went along with your idea. And then after you weren't mindful to check in with them after, you didn't give them enough aftercare. You didn't say, well, I know you were willing to try this thing, but how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have a conversation? You know what I mean? Like, make sure that they're good with what they decide to go with you on. Just mm-hmm. especially first time, maybe you thought they looked a little apprehensive, but they still kind of went with it just because, you know, they want to see you happy. So make sure that at the end, they're okay yeah yeah and uh in our consent episode we go into some of yeah some more specifics about that but one of the things i remember from that episode i think i think this comes from uh at consent wizard on instagram and one of the things that they had suggest like one of the questions they had suggested for um checking in with someone after any type of experience not just sexual but any type was Mm -hmm. was that what you expected was that something that you expected it to be and i think that's such a interesting way to get feedback about an experience because it's not Mm -hmm. like it's not just were you okay where that can be a simple yes or no but was that what you expected and i think that gives 
space for a conversation to talk about the highs and lows of that experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you could have been the person who initiated it, right? And mm -hmm. in your mind, it was hyped up, you know, it was going to be, it was going to be fireworks and, you know, and all this. And it was lackluster for whatever the reason is, you know? And so they have a conversation and see, well, could it be lackluster because my partner really wasn't mentally or emotionally available? They just kind of went along with it. So it wasn't mm -hmm. organic mm -hmm. in nature. Was I <laughs> overly excited? And, you know, whatever the reason is, but an after talk, that's like aftercare. So you can see kind of where, where it lied and, you know, see where it can be improvement. If we're going to put it on the shelf, maybe we won't try this right now. We need to do a little bit more research or, you know, next time let's do X, Y, and Z. Maybe mm -hmm. this will help us and take the feedback though. Don't take it as an attack. Just want to mm -hmm. put that out there. Don't take it as an attack. Take the feedback and take from it what you, what you need. Everything is not for everybody, but take from it what you can learn mm -hmm. and throw the rest away. And let it stay right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I really like that. And I and I think that, you know, there's a way to deliver feedback that's non-confrontational, mm -hmm. that's that's leading with kindness. And like you were saying, being open, being and listening with kindness as well. When you're giving feedback about those different types of experiences, it should never feel like an attack on one party or another. Um, mm -hmm. And so if your instinct is to get defensive when getting feedback, examine that. Think about why you're feeling uncomfortable with it. And maybe there's a way to mediate the delivery and the receptiveness between you and your partner. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Absolutely. And and yourself, too. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, beat yourself up and say, oh, I, I did something wrong and it wasn't take with okay well i enjoyed this part of it but not really so much as this maybe next time i won't you know and check in with yourself too mm -hmm. see how it made you feel because again you had this thing in your mind and maybe it didn't execute right maybe it over executed you know whatever it is take it in and take a survey of what happened mm -hmm. survey the survey the event <laughs> and see what we can get from it. We'll learn for next time absolutely you only can grow from here exactly exactly all right so what is one way you're going to incorporate mindfulness into your own sexual practice i think just knowing that for me i have a phenomenal partner that um down for whatever so whenever i'm ready he's ready and so i keep them back in my mind because obviously it doesn't matter if you're new relationship old relationship sometimes you can forget that you know, maybe you're in a funky place and you feel like that maybe that's not happening, you know. And again, remember to check in, you know. Um, if you see, for me, if I see that my partner is not as active or whatever, check in. Is everything okay? Is something happening? Don't automatically, and I know a lot of us females do do that, automatically, something with me, what do I do? Do I not look good now? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just like with a female, the vulva owner, sometimes we just not in the mood. <laughs> and it happens with penis owners too. I want to mm -hmm. make sure people understand that. Because mm -hmm. people advocate it's not happening, but it is. You know, right now I'm just tired. I worked 
80 hours this week. I'm exhausted. But you still look beautiful to me, but I'm, I just have nothing to give you right now. I just mm-hmm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. And be okay with that. It's, it's okay to be tired. <laughs> like, you know, I think that's where a lot of issues sometimes come from because people are like, well, you don't, I'm not desirable. I'm just tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am run down. I am, listen, when I get back my next win, you got it. You're the first one in line. I'm just going to get paid off here. But <laughs> right now I'm tired. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Be mindful to not take it personal. I'm tired. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, but I hear that a lot. Oh, something about me. What? What about you? I don't know. Did you ask? Why does I feel? Well, I mean, gotta ask a question. Come on now. Not mind readers out here. Mm-hmm. And as we always, I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it in every single episode. Communication is so key. It's so 1, key. 1,000%. You know, because I think, I guess we just don't learn it often enough that like you need to be having these conversations clearly and expressing what's going on with you. I think our instinct mm-hmm. is is often to kind of shut down, hide how we're really feeling and not really communicating with that to our partners. And yeah. sometimes that can that can it can go one way where you're constantly trying to accommodate someone else's feelings and you're not respecting your own boundaries but other times that can come out as you being hypercritical of your partner and you're not mm. you're kind of misplacing the that anger or that sadness or that fear mm. you're directing it at your partner when you really need to be kind of looking internally and figuring out what is the real underlying cause of yeah. why i'm feeling this way and really That's checking really in with bad. yourself being present with that that's a good point. That's that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and so on to you, right? What is your mindfulness on your sexual journey for the new year to two? I think for me, it's really just being present during self-pleasure because as, as we've mentioned once or twice Ooh. before, I'm not partnered right now. But I think even during solo time Mm -hmm. it's so easy to become distracted or just like doing it to get it done doing it and that's fine like if you just need Mm -hmm. to get your release out and have a quick orgasm before (laughs) bed because we all need a nap um that's totally totally legitimate and we've all been there but i think for me you know really kind of feeling all of those sensations feeling what my body can do feeling mm-hmm. the pleasure i can give to myself um yeah it, really setting a mood like just creating more self-intimacy i think is something that i that i want to tap into um and and kind of relying on my own imagination my own fantasies to get me going <laughs> um because look i love porn porn is fantastic erotic is fantastic there's so much great content out there but sometimes that can also be like a little bit distracting and it's true. if you want to just gotta listen to it with the sound off you gotta listen to it with the sound off 
Exactly. So I think I just want to get in touch with my own brain a little bit more. And, you know, and, and I think in the past, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to maintain a fantasy or stay in the moment because (laughs) my brain is filled with like so much anxiety and tension and stress all the time. Um, And deadlines. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of deadlines, (laughs) they're always looming. Yeah, so you have to, you know, try yeah. different settings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think also what would help, and that's and this is for everybody, right? Try some self-teething. People don't do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. People, people, people really you know, don't get do yourself, that. Like, get yourself like right there, and then stop, mm-hmm. and let the body come down and relax, and go back again. Do about three, four of those. And then go for the gusto. You're like, okay, this is different. You'll start feeling it all in your back. You're like, oh, what is that? That is mm-hmm. tingly. <laughs> you know, just all the other parts. You're like, did I just go for a workout? What is happening? You just feel <laughs> a different kind because it's that thing. So mm-hmm. you can also do that with solo play, everybody, anybody, right? Mm-hmm. That part of sometimes, you know, you see that with a lot of partners. They're doing, you know, um, stamina training. It's not just for that. It's to give yourself different sensations to keep it rocking. Like you want to roll the coaster we're up, and then we're down. And then we go back up, and mm-hmm. the excitement is there. Because you know it's coming, but you're not sure. You're not sure how it's going to feel when it comes again. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. And then when you go for that highest one up, and it comes crashing, you're like, woo, look at that. There was stars. There was fireworks look at all these amazing that's things what that i want <laughs> i want the fireworks for my own play and uh, you know I've, I've gotten there once or twice i mean there's been a special toy or two that's taken mm-hmm. me there but i want my brain to do this <laughs> as well and, that's, and so that's a, a good way to get there right <laughs> but i i that's really do I, I really do like that suggestion mm-hmm all right so this is this is more of a question for you how are you going to practice mindfulness with your partner you know to be honest it's not that hard he just wants to make sure that i'm good at all times so (laughs) when it comes to me thinking mindfulness as far as you know how will i interact with him it's it's more of what can i do more mindful to enhance his experience if it would i don't know it's pretty damn enhanced as it is but i'd expect nothing less (laughs) (laughs) you know for for instance you know he just had a major surgery trying to be mindful of that we have to make adjustments now we want to be intimate because you still can't move and do all these kind of things freely right now and mindfully i think about that because I don't want to move somewhere and you're hurting for two, three days. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, wait. Okay, don't move. <laughs> so yeah. in a mindfulness event, I have to think about different scenarios. Okay, we'll use this wedge and do over here and go this way. And, and, and so being mindful that your recovery is on the right track, but not being afraid to be intimate with your partner mm-hmm. because they still need that. Mm-hmm. because you've had a surgery, you've done these things, you're in some kind of recovery, whatever it is, don't be afraid to still give your partner that touch mm-hmm. because then they will start to feel a way that may hinder 
their recovery actually because they need some kind of release to help them you know move along and yeah. so you know help out <laughs> yeah and 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 actually i think that leads we to a really good... still helping in their recovery <laughs> <laughs> i mean well some orgasm is the best medicine <laughs> but uh i think that there we go that <laughs> i think that leads to a, a really good point because i think for many of us we may conceptualize sex as just being penetrative something needs to mm-hmm. go into something else and right like you were saying you know with with a surgery with other types of issues um penetrative sex may not always be possible or may not always be the most comfortable so sex can be other practice sex could be mm-hmm. oral, just oral sex or a hand job or um or sensual touching or kissing um yes erogenous zone play you can yeah. just do a bunch of erogenous zone play mm-hmm. nipples mm-hmm. just those spots that get your partner wherever they may be helpful <laughs> yeah explore the body that's the time for ex- for exploration like, oh, look, I didn't see you had all these things over here and kind of go in and see where the direction takes you. You know, um, we're not one dimensional. So we have a lot of surface to cover that some of us may have not even explored on our partner. Her hell, on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, body right mapping is, is really important. And uh, I think we talked about it on our porn and erotic episode, the sex school mm-hmm. hub yes. video on body mapping it's Mm -hmm. it's so sensual and you know that video i think was really wonderful because again it it talks all about it it doesn't just talk about it it's actively showing the two performers discussing each and every activity along the way consent is given for every single part of it and it really shows you the wide variety of sexual experiences that you can have in just kind of one session with someone you can try a lot of different things and going at your own pace um yeah so i would i would definitely recommend that and mm-hmm. I, i'll put the link again in our in our show notes for this Absolutely. episode we'll link you all up link 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right so lastly so <laughs> i know uh i i always have a good time talking with you um <laughs> So how can we make all forms of sex special every day? Stop making sex a chore. It's not a chore. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that sometimes people get complacent. Mm -hmm. And because, for example, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up in a few days, two weeks or so to be exact. And a lot of people only have certain kind of sex on the holidays cut that shit out (laughs) why am i only getting a blow job on ground sunday because i watch a bunch of chocolates or why am i only getting a hand job because it's father's day or why am i only getting oral because it's mother's like cut it out why is it time to explore hey it's monday let's do more monday Mm-hmm. Just Mouth Monday. How about that? Let's do Just Mouth Monday. <laughs> just Titty Tuesday. We're just going to explore titties and nipples just on Tuesday. <laughs> My favorite, Wall Sex Wednesday. Let's have some sex. Any kind of sex you want on a wall on Wednesday. 
Throwback Thursday. Let's talk about those throwback stuff that we used to do back in the day when we were more limber. <laughs> how about that? Let's do a couple of yoga moves and, and see how that works. And then Freestyle Friday. What do you like? Dealer's choice. I like that. I like that because it, it like it mixes things up a little bit, but it also gives you a common goal and like you know, for example, Titty Tuesday, is that, that what it was? Um, <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, it. you can go at your own pace. It doesn't have to be, again, you don't have to engage in penetrative sex if you, if you don't want uh-huh. to. And even if you're a little bit tired, that can still be just like a fun, sensual activity that like oh, takes sure the pressure can. off, you know? And everybody, majority of everyone in the world has nipples, so... Mm-hmm. Play with exactly. those things, put a little flavored lube on it if you like, explore the area, ooh la la, you know, get a little tickler, you know, kind of really go in and see what you like. Mm-hmm. Why not? It don't have to be a holiday. It's just Tuesday. Let's do it. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a way to make it, again, it's like it's a way to make sex special without it becoming a chore, without it becoming... Mm-hmm. You know, I, like when you put pressure on to do like a specific sexual act on a holiday, then there's like a lot of buildup because if it doesn't go right, we're not going to do it again for another year. We're not going right. to do it and again. Only, now, if you highlight mm-hmm. an event, like for for instance, we are doing workshop for blowjobs for May, for March 6th and blowjob day. But it's not just to be doing that. It's to enhance, to give you some new tips and tricks. And to tell you that, no, you don't have to only do it on this day, but highlight it on this day. Like, hey, look at this. Look at these tricks I learned. Mm-hmm. But also do it on the next Monday, if you like. More Mouth Monday. Making it a thing. More Mouth Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But it don't have to be so, okay, it's your birthday. I'm going to give you some mouth work today. But next week don't ask because it's not your birthday no more like don't let's let's stop that let's Mm -hmm. let's be mindful that we don't want to be restricted to this once a year thing that's yeah barbaric yeah i i i definitely (laughs) agree because i feel like it it almost makes it seem like you as the giver are not super interested like you're only doing it absolutely just because absolutely. and like if there are specific mm-hmm. sexual acts that you you just don't like to do or you don't want to ever do but your partner right. does there's of course negotiate how you mm-hmm. want to incorporate that if at all um but just like saving it up for this one time and making it a chore and mm-hmm. a, re- a reward for something just feels not yeah, so lackluster great. maybe yeah you didn't put your all into it okay are, are you done mm-hmm. are you done wait mm-hmm. what okay you know what's coming so let's just let's just come on come on no no one wants to feel like that like you're an afterthought like it's yeah too much pressure like uh, uh, all right i guess i'd rather you not do it right i, I was just gonna say it like it- that as as the receiver of that it makes it less enjoyable because i know that you don't like doing this so you know like i know it's my special day but uh. let's find something else you know again if you are a person who don't like to give out oral let's find another way 
we have oral moves that are flavored, you know, maybe it's a texture thing for you, you know, try something else, try to learn how to do mouth and hand together. Maybe you just work the top part. Maybe you just work the ball, you know, whatever it is. Let's see, because guess what? We got the gift to receive. And if somebody ought to be diving down in yours for hours and hours, you could at least give me 15 minutes. <laughs> Willingly and without no. <sighs> right. Enthusi- I mean, <sighs> enthusiastic consent is pretty key. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm a burden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not sexy. And it can yeah. give people, you know, depression. It can make them feel undesirable. Just. Mm-hmm not but make them feel body conscious sometimes too. yeah because what about me don't you want to do that you only feel like i want to get you this this one time once a mm-hmm. year just eh. Eh. that's uncomfortable to even think about for the people who have to go through that sorry for you guys i really am <laughs> to be honest listen yeah yeah i think i think you've made some some really great points there um, all right. So before we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts? Kind to each other. You know, again, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. If you want all that, the other person would like to receive it also. Be mindful of that. If you want to go into something new, think about how they would feel if you just threw it at them. Have a conversation. Have a, send it to a text, whatever you need to do, but yeah. let them Check be a out part those of it. Yes, no, maybe lists. Yes. So you can yes. structure that conversation. Yeah. And let's not have um, standardized sex. If you, <laughs> you know in June you're going to have this test, right? So you know in June you're going to get this blowjob. Like, let's not do that. <laughs> but I went in there in April. You know, like, just, yeah. just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and, and Super Bowl I mean, coming up, give them some before the game so you get real excited. Yeah, whatever. If his team wins, you know, throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I think everything that you're saying, it just ultimately boils down to communication, talk to each mm-hmm. other, talk to yourself, you know, figure, figure out what you like, figure out, negotiate with your partner, explore mm-hmm. new things together. Um, yeah, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. That's podcast with a T at tickle.life. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts um, or on Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring, so please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend if you think that they would like us. And lastly, check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network. We've got Sex Ed Speakeasy with hosts Angel and Steve Russell. We have Talking About Sex, Tell Me Your Story with hosts Linnea Marie and Calandra Belfour, and both are fantastic. Visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs and... Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Next week.